Hello there and good morning and welcome to this, the 24th WP Builds newsletter. It was released on Monday the 6th of August 2018 and it covers the week commencing the 30th of July 2018. I'd just like to say a couple of things. First one is if you go over to wpbuilds.com forward slash deals, you can find out the latest deals and coupon codes for various plugins and so on and so forth. And also if you go to wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe, you can subscribe to our newsletter and we very, very much welcome um, any iTunes reviews that you'd like to put our way. Okie doke, right, there's an awful lot of news this week, most of it related to WordPress specifically and Gutenberg in particular. The first one that I'd like to highlight is off the WordPress.org website, and you probably know about this one already, because it's just to say that WordPress 4.9.8, which is a maintenance release, has been pushed out into the wild. It includes updates to the 2017 bundled theme. It also includes the quite giant, I was surprised how big it was, Try Gutenberg callout, which occupies a significant proportion of my screen. Um, just one notice about that, really, just to put you at rest, I suppose. If you have uh, Gutenberg installed on a, a single site, then it will only be shown to admin users. If Gutenberg is installed um, and activated, then it will be shown to contributor users and above. But if you if you have it installed, sorry, if you don't have Gutenberg installed, then it will only be shown to admin users. Uh, and obviously, if you've got the classic editor plugin, which we've mentioned before, then it'll be completely hidden from view. There's a bunch of privacy fixes as well um, to carry on the attempts in 4.9.6 to add new personal data tools in there. And then there's, you know, some bug fixes as there always in is, but uh, hopefully by now you've managed to check that one out and you've seen what 4.9.8 does uh, for yourself. So the next one comes from the WP Tavern website, which I've featured heavily this week. And it's to say that the official Gutenberg information site has now been updated with an interactive front-end demo. If you go to the Gutenberg information site, which uh, is at wordpress.org forward slash Gutenberg, then you're actually now presented with Frontenberg, Tom Knowles uh, contribution. And it allows you to, on that website, actually play with an example without having to do any kind of logging in or anything like that. You just you can just see how it works off the bat. That website is showing Gutenberg and you can edit to your heart's content. So that's quite a nice little feature. If you wanted to put your clients in the direction of that, then they would obviously, for the very first time, possibly be able to check out exactly what it does. Okay, the next one is, I, I rather like this one. This is to say that WordPress.com users are now able to use Pexel um, image images. Pexel, P-E-X-E-L-S, is a popular sort of stock photo library. And if you're a WordPress.com user or have Jetpack installed, you can actually use their images natively. You can just kind of click a button, search in a little search box, and then use all those images. Now, whether or not this will come to WordPress.org self-hosted users, I don't know. It would be rather nice. But apparently the reason that they've used uh, Pexels instead of all the other free stock image libraries out there is because they they have a commitment to have videos and photographs representing the diversity of the world out there so that's quite interesting 
Okay, this next one is all about... It's called Who is Going to Win? It's quite interesting. It's from TalkMag or TalkMag.io. Who is going to win the Gutenberg arms race? And if you've been listening to this news bulletin, you'll have known that over the last few weeks, months, shall we say... A few people have come along and they've tried to push the agenda a little bit with Gutenberg and they've realised that if they get in early, they'll have a giant share of that market. And now is the time, really. An awful lot of people are kind of mooted to be using Gutenberg over the next period of time. And so developers are sort of beginning to fall over themselves to see if they can get in first and come up with new and interesting things. Quite interestingly, they on the on this TalkMag page, they actually talk about the fact that Elementor, um, with its blocks functionality, is one of the early movers, along with WooCommerce, uh, who has their WooCommerce Gutenberg products block as well. Uh, quite an interesting read if you're, um, you know, if you're trying to keep ahead with Gutenberg and see what the latest developments are. There's there's quite a lot of nice stuff in there. Um, so you'll notice that we're just basically talking about Gutenberg in this episode, but there you go, that's how it is. The next one is no different. This is uh, the WP Tavern again. Gutenberg 3.4 adds new warning to classic editor when editing blocks can sorry editing posts containing blocks. So there's this slight worry that if you are flipping between the classic editor and the new Gutenberg editor, um, what's going to happen? How will people know that, you know, that stuff was done originally in the classic editor or was done in Gutenberg? And now we have a little warning um, which pops up if you have a block um, and you then try to go back to the classic editor. I haven't really experienced this, but apparently it's just a little pop-up which sort of says, this post was previously edited in Gutenberg. You can continue in the classic editor, but you may lose some data and formatting. So it's just a little little pop-up which um, is coming up. And it really, it's just trying to get your back and stop you making uh, a gigantic muck of things when you accidentally press the button. Okay, this next one is called WordPress Coding Standards 1.0.0 released. And apparently, I didn't really know about this, there's been a nine-year project uh, called the WordPress Coding Standards, and it's available for download. Uh, the WordPress Coding Standards is a collection of PHP underscore code sniffer rules or sniffs to validate code developers, sorry, developed for WordPress. It ensures code quality and adheres to code conventions, including the official WordPress coding standards I've just read. Um, and so this has now been released and it's version 1.0.0. So if you are somebody that is writing serious code, this might be something that you want to take notice of. There you go. Okay, the next one is WordPress developers learn how to convert short codes to Gutenberg blocks. Uh, here we go, more Gutenberg goodness. So Gutenberg contributor Gary Pendergast has published a handy sample plugin which demonstrates how you convert short code functionality into a Gutenberg block. It's a first attempt at this, really, um, and the the person that's behind this is sort of saying, you know, this is how it might be done in the future. But obviously, we've probably you and I have used various short codes at various times, and now with the things moving over to Gutenberg, that's going to all be dropped, and we'll be starting to use blocks instead. And so, this is one man's attempt to show how you might convert short codes over to blocks if you are a developer. So again quite interesting stuff. This next one is um, over at WPMU Dev, and it talks about some very important aspects inside Gutenberg. Cough, sorry, again. 
This time, it's all about the fact that you can now, well, you have been for a while, but it's an interesting article about it. You can duplicate and share blocks. Obviously, blocks are the modus operandi for Gutenberg, but uh, perhaps you didn't know that you can simply duplicate a block and an identical version of it will be created beneath the block that you're working on. So let's say you've got a text block and you've formatted it beautifully. You can click duplicate and get an exact copy, which you can then edit. But also you can create shared blocks, which are instances which you can use site-wide. And then if you edit one version of it, you will then edit all the versions of it. I can see this being useful in all sorts of scenarios, for example, I don't know, the placement of adverts or something like that. Um, and this explains how this can be done. One interesting thought, which I hadn't really occurred to me, is where would you store all these shared blocks? And on the WPMU dev website, they uh, mention the fact that Perhaps it's a good idea at this point just to create a page which is unpublished full of these shared blocks and perhaps just call it shared blocks repository or something. Um, and then you can edit that page as you see fit. A little while ago, Pippin Williamson from Easy Digital Downloads raised his prices and he has something um, called passes. Now, I'm not exactly sure what they are. They're just called passes, but they allow, there's four types, the personal pass, the extended pass, the professional pass, and the all-access pass. And in mid-June, he raised the prices of these passes. I guess they're like bundles for all of his products. And about a year ago, he raised the prices of everything. And he seems to have done, you know, a lot of research and thinking. And he, he lost a lot of customers, but maintained his revenue stream, which was probably good for him. Well, these passes... They increased, um, but apparently they weren't being used. And being the intelligent person that he is, he's decided not only to lower the prices down to, in most cases, roughly half the price that he was charging before, sometimes a little bit less than half the price, sometimes a little bit more. But he's also offered uh, a refund. So if you are um, somebody who uses Pippin Williamson's Easy Digital Download products and you have one of these passes, that may be something that you want to look into. You can go and request a refund until the 15th of August. So there you go. Now, Envato, you either love them or you hate them, but they've got a product called uh, Envato Elements, which is available, I think, for, I think it's about $29 per month. Well, they've got these things called template kits, and now on the WordPress.org repo, you can download a free plugin which enables you to use many, many, many of their template kits with Elementor and the Beaver Builder page builders. So essentially, you can go in, once you've installed this plugin, find elements that you would like to put within those page builders, search for them, and then dump them into your pages for use. It's a really interesting initiative. I don't know where it'll go. Obviously, there's a lot of people who would need to stomp up the cash for that. But if you're already a page builder user and you use Envato Elements, this might be something that's worth looking at. Okay, the next one is specifically for Beaver Builder users. And this is to say that um, there is now on the ultimate add-ons for Beaver Builder, there is a WooCommerce module uh, version 1.10.0. Um, they're 
throwing out lots of updates, uh, these ultimate add-ons, guys. This one allows you to um, show off your product in nice pre-designed templates. You can also use categories. There's also, you know, they, they align all the categories. So, for example, the example that they show is here's all the handbags, here's all the leather, leather bags, and here's all the backpacks. And obviously, they're categories within WooCommerce, and you can show those. Plus, you can also amend the pesky and annoying uh, add to cart pages and they look quite quite nice as well so if you're a beaver builder user and you've got ultimate add-ons and woocommerce this might be something that you want to look at okay the very last one which is nothing at all to do with wordpress this just looks fabulous it's called ondraw.co and then i've gone to ondraw.co forward slash illustrations completely free set of really fabulous illustrations that you can download as SVG or PNG. Um, there's illustrations for literally everything. You click on search and, the, you know, you just find whatever you like and you can download them for free. One of the nice things is because they're SVGs, within the website itself, you can actually change the main colors. So, for example, I'm looking at the moment at a birthday cake with layers and balloons. And just by clicking a button on the website, I can change everything that is purple in that image to something which is pink or whatever hash hex value I like. So just... A, a nice hat tip. Anybody who's been involved in this, congratulations. Well done. It's going to be brilliant. I'm going to start using it from now on because the illustrations genuinely do look good. So maybe go and use it yourself. Okay. Thank you very, very much for listening to the WP Builds newsletter. I hope that we'll see you on Thursday for the WP Builds podcast. Bye-bye for now.